Welcome in, Whisper Nation. Welcome back to the channel. Uh, you know, you know the drill. We got we got waiver wire Tuesday. That's happening. We're getting down to the nitty gritty. Some of these names are not pretty, but wow, damn with the bars, hey, Johnny. Just trying, getting dude, down to in. the nitty gritty. Hey. Some of these names are not pretty. Hey. Hey. My man, Johnny's got more bars than a Snickers factory up in here, hey. dude. I'm trying. I'm trying. Uh, so you know the drill, Whisper Nation. We got three weeks now. Three weeks left to get you into the championship, or at least the playoffs, and then anything could happen. So we're going to get those bases covered. We're going to tell you some guys that you might want to pick up either for this week or maybe a little bit of a, a nice little uh, stretch here. You might want to pick them up. We'll talk about it. We'll, as always, I got my main man, Big Travi. You can find him on Twitter at Big Travi TFW. What's going on, man? Oh, chilling like a villain, but I'm not robbing or stealing. You know we have oh. it, uh, going on here today. We gotta, we gotta hit the rap, the rap lyrics Dude. out here today. No, but uh, look, as we always do, we want to get you guys set. Look, maybe you're in the playoff hunt, maybe you're not. You're bolstering that roster right now to try and do either win more games or uh, you know uh, secure your playoff seating. Either way, we've got you covered. That's what we're here to do. And as Johnny said, these names aren't pretty. But we've got to at least make our mark to try and project what we have out there and see if we can make this final push. But, Johnny, before we get into this, Gus yeah. Ramos Just already in hot. We love Just Whisper Nation. They come in hot every day. And Gus Ramos hitting us with that super chat, so you know what that means. Hey, we got to hit him with him with him. With the, Appreciate you, my man, yeah. Gus. Uh, I'm projected to lose my minimum of by a minimum of 15 to 20 points the next three weeks. But I appreciate the in insights. You're probably the reason I'm still in third place. Well, Gus, we appreciate you, man. And that's a good point to say, look, no matter what projections say, no matter what you think when you're matched up against that player pre-week or over the last few weeks when you're projecting all this out, you've got to keep trying. you got to keep hustling. Keep listening to us. Keep getting your grind on as far as what's going on. And click that link in the description below to go ahead and get uh, the link for my uh, article and, and we'll help you out yeah. there. Yeah, if you don't want to, you know, like we say, you don't want to look at our beautiful faces while we talk about these guys, you certainly just jump on down to the link in the article below and uh, take it right there take, and read all about it, as well as read past, extra, 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 read about past waiver wire That's pickups right. just in case any of those are available. Again, this show is uh, based upon roster ship in sleeper so we don't talk about guys typically above 50 percent roster ability uh in those sleeper leagues so those guys in this one i'll quickly mention of course if these guys are available you're putting in your waiver wire or spending the most fob or wob on these guys it would be brandon Ayuk, zach ertz michael gallup tony pollard kirk cousins elijah moore darnell mooney devonta freeman Pat Fryermuth, the Muth, and the Cam Newton. Moves. Cam Newton, uh, which we did put on the graphic uh, that will will be flashed up a little bit, but we just wanted to make sure that people knew, hey, if Cam Newton is available, make sure you go pick him up. But again, when we talk about him on these shows, uh, we typically just bring up guys that are less than 50% roster to help you out, Whisper Nation, because we know you're in really competitive leagues. But if you're not, sometimes or people make 
mistakes. Yeah, sometimes sometimes people's make people make mistakes, as Johnny said. Michael Gallup poised for a lot of work on Thursday. Should something happen to Zeke Pollard, also looking for a lot of work. Kirk Cousins in a great spot right now, been dominating, and then of course Darnell Mooney. The breakouts happening there. Pat Fryermuth close to the fifty percent mark. So is Cam Newton. So pick up mm-hmm. those guys if they're available there. Love it, love it. All right, Big Travi, we are going to jump in. Like always, we're going to start with the running back position. I'm going to flash up a little graphic here. We got something new for the channel. We got waiver wire ads for the running back position. Week 12 here. We got Ty Johnson coming on uh, for the New York Jets, 28%. Tevin Coleman, also New York Jets, 9% uh, rosterability. And then we got Matt Breida, Buffalo, for uh, just 3%. Dontrell Hilliard, at uh, not rostered at on any, 0%. And then Rex Burkhead as well on 0%. So Big Travi will jump in first on Ty Johnson, New York, uh, New York Jets, 28%. Do you expect him to be the guy that uh, fully takes over the workload now that we know that Michael Carter is going to be out at least a couple of weeks? Yeah, if you read the article, Ty Johnson isn't my number one ad this week, but I do like Ty Johnson as the number one between him and Tevin Coleman. Uh, I do think because of his work in the receiving game, that's why I think he has a little bit more. And, you know, most of us are playing PPR or some form of PPR. So that's why to me Ty Johnson would be the more lucrative ad here over uh, Tevin Coleman. Now, Tevin Coleman – However, was the guy who started this year as the RB, right, as the as the main back. But then we saw Michael Carter kind of, uh, you know, get forward here. Remember that Coleman has ties to this offense because Mike LaFleur, Matt's little brother, is the offensive coordinator. He was spent time in San Francisco, which he spent time with Shanahan and Tevin Coleman. So there are some ties here to Tevin Coleman. And you think, you know, he's back from injury. He got a little bit of usage in the in the late uh, stretches of that game last week against Miami when Carter went out. So there's some ties there. You know, it was really in a standard format. I think I would lean Tevin Coleman in a PPR format. I might lean Ty Johnson as far as prioritizing my ads between the Jets back. But I think Johnny and I'm just going to transition right here that the number one ad for the running back position this week is actually Matt Breda. And wow. uh, yeah, yeah, we got it. Hey, Ronald coming in here. I know. I know. Look, no, not to the Bills. This is the point we're at, Johnny. Like, I'm not out here saying you got to blow all your wob and like really go after it right here. But Matt Breda has. Look, we're going to talk about Matt Breda, Ty Johnson, Dontrell Hilliard. We talked about Tevin Coleman and then, of course, sexy Rexy uh, Rex Burkhead. But of all these guys, Matt Breda has the highest upside. You can't tell me he doesn't. Um, When we're looking at what we have here, we have the Bills offense. We know that as the industry has been working this entire year, we've been working to figure out which running back for Buffalo could be the guy. And we thought it was going to be Zach Moss, uh, even though there are some Devin Singletary truthers out there. Moss has not done anything. Uh, You know, Devin Singletary has not done anything. But Breda has paced uh, I, I said in the article, Bray, Matt Breda has entered the chat and he's paced the Buffalo Bills here over the last two week, two weeks. Um, so that's it. Ten yards per carry here over the last two weeks uh, or nearly ten yards per carry over the last two weeks. He's got some upside if they make him the guy. So I think that's a situation where Breda is. Look, if he gets more and more work, he's provided pop. If he stays on the field, he's been excellent um, as well. He definitely has the most juice out of these backs that we've seen in the last couple of weeks. I know it's a limited sample size, but if this team, look, they've, they've had struggles. And if they say, finally, hey, we need to run the football, 
Well, so far, the most effective back they've had all year has been Matt Breda. So I think if we assume logical coaching down the stretch as the weather turns in Buffalo, Matt Breda could be a very, very interesting ad here. All right, so talk to me uh, a little bit about uh, Dontrell Hilliard, Tennessee Titans running back, signed off of the practice squad. Uh, I mean, we got to bring him up because he did see the the bulk of the work uh, for Tennessee. He looked pretty solid. We have done this now three weeks in a row with the Tennessee Titans running backs since Derrick Henry has gone down. What do you think? Do you, is he the guy that you're going to want in this, or is this a, continues to be a revolving door and we don't know exactly week to week who to play? Yeah, you know, when I originally wrote the article, I thought I'd have Hilliard more of, a, of an ad. To me, he's more mm-hmm. of an honorable mention this week as we work through it because Jeremy McNichols was out with a concussion. I imagine McNichols is going to come back. Hilliard yeah. used kind of filled in for the McNichols role here was used as a pass catcher and did it that way. Now I do think there could be some value, especially in PPR leagues in that role. I don't know if Hilliard is going to retain that if McNichols comes back and then we're adding a fourth name to a running back backfield. That's very muddled and a team that's not really playing up to their snuff right now. Uh, So for me, I'd kind of be avoiding Hilliard. I actually think that Rex Burkhead, and I know we're getting a comment here. uh, We, uh, Asian boy uh, says, why should we pick up Rex? Did I miss something? Well, maybe you missed the fact that uh, uh, Philip Lindsay got cut this morning. As of, as of this recording, they cut Philip Lindsay off the Texans. Um, So this was a, this was a backfield we joked about Johnny. Mm -hmm. And we said, and we're still joking about it. Like we don't want to go pick up a lot of Texans players, but we were saying, you know, it's kind of a 30 for 30 store there. There's 30 running backs. They're all over 30 and it's really ugly over there. Um, They may not even get over 30 yards, but, Uh, That's the situation we're dealing with right now. Rex Burke had 18 carries last week, and I know that we don't want to go pick up Rex, but Ingram's gone, Philip Lindsay's gone, and now it's down to a couple guys in David Johnson and Rex Burkhead, and I think Rex is worth a a stash here in deeper leagues if you're really, really RB thirsty, which in fantasy football we kind of all are right now. So Yeah, that's the only reason why I'm like, yeah, it should be considered it uh, again. Not the sexiest name or the best name out there, but again, he's getting some kind of volume uh, in an, uh, a somewhat decent matchup next week. So that is uh, the running backs, excuse me, that we have on the waiver wire article. I want to appreciate every single one of you guys that are tuning in right now. If you do us a huge, huge favor, hit us with a thumbs up on this video. Really helps out this video, and it helps get our name and our channel to a bigger audience. So we want to grow whisper nation. We want to help as many people out get into the playoffs and win those championships. So if you do us a huge favor, hit that subscribe, hit that bell. So you get notified anytime we do new content, which is daily. So it's a good time around here. We have fun. Yeah, All right. Big, big Travis. We're going to jump into these wide receivers here uh, that we've got on the waiver wire here. Waiver wire ads for week 12 wide receivers. We've got, uh, Marquez Valdez Scantling, Green Bay, 17% rostered. Uh, took it off. Why'd you? Oh, I didn't mean to do that. Sorry about that. Wow. Unreal, dude. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Cedric Wilson, uh, Dallas wide receiver. We know that CD Lamb uh, is dealing with a concussion still. We are not sure they play on Thursday, so it might be difficult for him to clear that. Uh, and then we've also got um, uh, Amari Cooper, not expected to play in this game as well. So Cedric Wilson makes this live. Uh, DeAndre Carter for Washington, only 4% rostered. He's looking like a nice little wide receiver over there, uh, or secondary wide receiver for Washington. Will Fuller 
for Miami, 37%, and Kendrick Bourne for the Patriots coming in at 19%. But we'll start with Marquez Valdez-Scantling, MBS, who if you tuned in to the waiver wire show, uh, or sorry, the, the Sunday morning live, your boy, your boy whispered that said, if you need a what the heck flex, MBS this week, all arrows were pointing to him having a solid uh, and, and possibly explosive day. And he did have that. He capitalized. But do you think this continues to move forward? Or is this just that was because of the matchup? Or do you think we can really trust MBS moving forward as the number two option there in Green Bay? Uh, it's a little bit of both. I do think that he it was matchup dependent, and I do think that he's going to be a little bit trustworthy. I think that this offense is now going to face uh, the Vikings, the Rams, and the Ravens ahead in their schedule. And all three of those games, I think they'll be pushed to throw in those games, as we saw them do against the Vikings last week. Um, he saw 10 targets, caught four of them, 123 yards, had his longest touchdown career of his career last week, showed the big playability that this offense really lacked when he was out with a hamstring injury. And again, I think the schedule is going to dictate that the, the Packers are going to need to throw and, and compete with some of these teams that are able to put points on the board. So for me, I like MVS of all these guys. I think the offense I like the most, the quarterback I like the most, and just a situation where I think he could benefit. You know, we have Aaron Jones out of the lineup uh, for at least a couple more weeks. Um, so that's a situation where more targets could filter to MVS's way as well. So I like MVS. He definitely has the most upside of all the ads at wide receiver this week coming in as your number two waiver wire pickup we've got nick westbrook uh of and i, I can't even say his last name uh, we call him kind, but i'm not sure kind that's pretty good uh tennessee titans rostered on two percent of sleeper leagues a lot of these are really deep dives but again there's a lot of players that are rostered over 50 percent. so uh nick made the waiver wire a couple weeks ago um but then he was dealing with an injury now he's back we've also got johnson uh dealing with an injury we've got aj brown dealing with an injury julio jones not expect to be back uh still on ir so talk to me about nick westbrook yeah so nwi as i like to call him nwi uh, seven, i like that one. seven catches on eight targets 107 receiving yards so basically traded uh with marcus johnson uh the week before who got 100 yards as well look this is the bottom line this team is desperate for playmaking as you said aj brown julio jones and then of course marcus johnson who was the latest waiver ad out of the lineup and then so aj brown could be out as well x-rays came back negative but if it if aj brown's out I mean, we're talking about a guy who could be the target leader on his team for the next few weeks, and that's a big ad for a team that is desperate. Like, they don't have their starting running back. They won't have their starting wide receivers. So they're going to need – Heads are falling off. Yeah, exactly, dude. <laughs> so, like, what are we going to do here? We're going to have to go to the next man up, and that and, and that's what Vrabel's going to do. That's what we should be looking at in fantasy. And so that's why he's my number two ad because, you know, technically I think he might be have a little bit more upside and a little better floor – than MVS, but MVS in a better offense. I trust the quarterback a little more, so he gets the edge. But NWI, man, Nick Westbrook here is, is sitting here as a guy that I think is worth an at. Coming in at number three, we've got Traquan Smith, New Orleans Saints wide receiver. He's kind of taken over that wide receiver one role uh, now that he is also getting back healthy. Callaway now being pushed more as the wide receiver two there. Uh, Traquan Smith. We like him as a one-week waiver wire priority, or do you think that there's potential rest of season that you might want to get him in your lineup? We've been playing a lot of Where's Waldo in fantasy this year. Yeah. Uh, we've been trying to figure out who the Buffalo Bills running back should be, who should be the number one wide receiver for the Saints, and we still don't really have a clue, uh, but we have – 
Kamara likely out again, Trevor Simeon mm-hmm. at the quarterback. And what we've seen now is 11 or more PPR fantasy points for Traquan Smith in three of his last four games. And he's cleared 50 yards or scored a touchdown in four straight games. So over a month of really nice production out of Traquan Smith as things have changed for the Saints. Um, he's also got a decent end of the year schedule as we make our playoff push. Johnny matchups against Dallas, the Jets and Tampa Bay and three of his next four. We like those secondaries to go after nice um, in, in this nice push. So for me, Traquan's a nice ad here. Uh, might have a, a better floor than the two we talked about previously. Um, doesn't really have the ceiling with Trevor Simeon in at the at the quarterback position, but I like what he's put on. You know, he's got the nice mix of put production out there and in a decent enough offense to make it as a top three option this week at wide receiver. Last wide receiver we'll talk about here: Cedric Wilson, Dallas Cowboys roster on nine percent sleeper leagues. CD Lamb, once again, most likely won't make this game because of the concussion protocol. We'll see. Uh, we've also got. Cooper definitely out because of not being vaccinated. So uh, Cedric Wilson becomes a uh, spot start if you need it uh, for Dallas on things on Turkey Day. Yeah, the reason why he's so low is because I think he's just going to go away as soon as the wide receivers get back, but uh, especially with Gallup returning. But I do think he's a sneaky ad this week. If you're looking for some juice, you get that Thursday night thirst on Turkey Day. Uh, I think he's a guy that could really do it for you. You talked about COVID. You talked about CD. Zeke also a little bit banged up. Um, Mm -hmm. So Dalton Schultz and Cedric Wilson and Michael Gallup are really going to be maybe potentially the big three for the Dallas passing offense. And uh, I mean, I mean, Dallas, say what you will. They have the number one point total implied by Vegas this week. So even with the injuries, they should score the most points of any offense, or at least that's what the desert thinks. They're going up against the Raiders on Turkey Day Uh, after a bad taste in their mouth. They're trying to gobble up some other good stuff here on on Thursday. And I think. You know, this is a, a bounce back opportunity for the offense. All right. Those that wraps up both the uh, running back and the wide receiver um, ads for this week. Big Trav, I want yeah. to ask. If you thought it was ugly. It's about to get even uglier. So it's, let's, let's yeah. do it. Let's. Well, before it gets even uglier, I want to ask you a couple of wide receivers and a couple of running backs that you might want to drop for uh, any of these players. We've also got some questions that pertain to this as well. So we'll jump in here first with Gus Ramos asking, should I hang on to Deontay Foreman or go for Rex Burkhead or Matt Burita? Would you do Um, that? This is a, I mean, this is assuming, I guess that you don't get some of the guys ahead because I do think investing in one of those jets backs would give you a starter right away. Breda is just an upstart for me. I think Foreman and Breda have equal upside to me. So I would kind of hang on to Foreman mm-hmm. uh, because I think things could shake out even even more so down. the Look, this was a weird game for uh, for Tennessee. If they get back to being you know good at football like they were the last few weeks, then I think Foreman's going to have some big upside. Um, but, you know, that's, uh, you know, to me, I, I, I think I would maybe keep on to Foreman ahead of of Breda and Burkett. That's how kind of nasty it is out here on waivers this week. Uh, Dearness Johnson or any of these players? I mean, you can, for me, I think you can drop Dearness, um, unless you're, unless you're the Chubb owner and you want to keep on to him, but it looks like Kareem Hunt is, is nearing a return. Uh, just, uh, Jeff Wilson. I'd hang on to Jeff Wilson right now. I think, you know, 20, I think it was 20 carry or 20 touches, you know, 18 or 19 carries in that game against, uh, Jacksonville. We don't know if, if, um, uh, Mitchell's going to make it back in time. I think he was close, but I think you, if you're looking for a spot start, Wilson might be able to be the guy you start next week. All right. Got two more running back names for you, and then I'll give you a couple wide receivers. 
Jordan Howard and Adrian Peterson. Well, Jordan Howard looks like he's hurt. Miles Sanders back. I think I'd be okay getting uh, rid of Jordan Howard. Adrian Peterson's a tough one, man. I think that Adrian Peterson should be the goal line back, but this, again, this backfield looks a little bit too ugly for me. I think Foreman's the only one that's worth keeping on to mm-hmm. uh, because he has upside to maybe be the all-around featured back. All right, I'm going to, for wide receivers, we'll make it fast so we can get to these quarterbacks and tight ends, and then we can get to listener questions. I'm going to give you just, I'm going to list off four names, all right? You tell me if you would drop any of them or all of them for any of these players, okay? Brian Edwards, Miko Hardman, Kenny Galladay, or Christian Kirk? I'd hang on to Christian Kirk. He had his worst game there, but that was with Colt McCoy, and he, he, basically got called out of bounds on a touchdown catch that would have saved his day. Uh-huh. Um, Kirk's the the hold on the rest of those because he's essentially what we want MVS to be, which is the second option in a really nice offense. So I would hang on to Christian Kirk, but the rest of them I think you could drop for MVS, for Westbrook. I mean, you're basically just cycling through guys to you know put a lottery ticket on. Can this mm-hmm. be the next guy? And so I think all those guys are, are guys I would I would drop except for Kirk. All right. Speaking of the next guy, we're going to jump into the quarterbacks here. Streaming quarterbacks. I tell you, it's not pretty. It's not gorgeous. No, it's not. Uh, I mean, the graphic looks better than the actual pickups. But once again, waiver wire ads. Uh, Cam Newton would be number one. If he's available, then it's not looking so bad. You might be able to get him, but 58% rostered. So technically he doesn't make the cut of the show, but we wanted to throw him in there just because he's barely over. Uh, Andy Dalton at 4%. Tyrod Taylor at 13% and Taylor Heineke at uh, just 21% as well. So these are your quarterback uh, waiver wires of this week. Flex starts, which uh, we'll start here, uh, Big Travi, with your boy, Tyrod Taylor. Looking like a decent play. Do you like this moving forward? Can you play him this week? Uh, and then is he like, is he more on a quarterback two option for you? Or do you think that he could potentially be startable in 12 team leagues? I think at the very fringe, he's probably going to be like a QB 15 or something most weeks, uh, just because of the way that it, it shakes out. But in the four games that he's been able to play this year, he has 16 or more fantasy points in three of them. Last mm-hmm. week, he ran for two touchdowns. Uh, he's going to get a date with the New York Jets. The Jets are now allowing 19 points per game at the position. Look, Taylor as an option in fantasy football is not sexy. In fact, most of who we've talked about today is not going to be sexy, but he provides a nice floor um, with an excellent chance to get home against a subpar opponent this week. But graphic be be damned, Tyrod Taylor be damned. I think the number one streaming option for me, if I'm a Kelsey or I'm I'm a Patrick Mahomes owner or I'm a, um, you know, who else is on by this week? Um, Kyler Murray. Kyler Murray. Murray. Kyler Murray. I really like Jimmy Garoppolo, guys. San Jimmy Francisco, G. 49ers. Don't look now, but he's basically shut everybody up. That said Trey Lance is going to be the guy. Um, and he's got in six point touchdown leagues. Jimmy G, Jimmy G has not scored fewer than 19 fantasy points in four straight games. And the 49er offense kind of turning a bit of a corner. Kittle's healthy. Debo is balling. The run game is productive. And we even had Ayuk show up last week, Johnny, and, and it kind of his numbers are starting to turn around a little bit over the last few weeks. So I think uh, you look at Garoppolo, six touchdowns, only one interception in his last three uh, games. He's my top streamer because they're playing a Vikings defense 
uh, that just gave up 30 fantasy points to Aaron Rodgers. And guess who has the third highest team implied total? That means the desert. Our odds makers think that the 49ers will score the third most points out of any team this week against the Vikings. They're at home. I actually love this uh, situation here for Jimmy G. Yeah, I like it a lot as well. I think that you can start both. I mean, obviously you're starting Debo, but I think that even this week you could continue to roll out Brandon Ayuk. I think he's a solid yeah, play. Rolling, rolling the flames with uh, this offense as it, it starts to get going here. Yep. All right. Um, that wraps up. Oh, sorry. We got to do tight ends. Tight ends real quick. Hey, I almost Jump forgot in. about the ugliest, know, position. the ugliest position. And it is, you know, if you thought the quarterback position, Whisper Nation, was pretty ugly this week, I'm telling you, the, the tight end position like doesn't get that much The tight end give it and the tight end take it yeah. away. Just when I thought we were going to get to be able to put Troutman in as my top streamer of the week, yeah. MCL yeah. injuries out MCL. four to six weeks here. Uh, Unreal. So, yeah, not so, now, so now, unfortunately, we're down to only two. Just the two of us. Oh, you man. can get them if you try. Just oh, the you two probably tight can ends. get them, and I don't know if you, you and want I. To. When you, you get them, you will cry. Yeah, uh, probably. Waiver wire ads right now at the tight end position would be Austin Hooper, eighteen percent, and Ryan Griffin for the New York Jets. Uh, make sure too, if you are going after Ryan Griffin, uh, there is there are two uh, Ryan Griffins in the NFL. Uh, and so make sure you type in the right one because there is also a quarterback for Tampa Bay named Ryan Griffin, spelled the exact same way. So uh, make sure you're you're doing that right if you need him. But McTravy, he said, you know, when we were we were DMing before the show, and I was just asking him kind of what, what guys he was thinking about, and he said this one might be tough, but uh, you know, we'll talk about Ryan Griffin. You want to bring you had you had a pretty good. Uh, line about Ryan Griffin. Yeah, so. I think. Um, look, I, I plug your nose is essentially plug, the line yeah. I have here. You have to plug your nose and figure out what you want to do this week because Ryan Griffin is absolutely somebody that we should consider. Um, but first, I want to talk about Austin Hooper. Cleveland Browns rostered 18, 18% of uh, leagues. Look, it's looking bleak for our Kelsey owners right now. Uh, but one of my favorite streaming options this week is Austin Hooper against the Ravens. Hooper now has five or more targets in three of his last four games and 50 yards or a touchdown in back-to-back -back games. Uh, this week, he's going to get the Ravens. They allow 13 points per game to the position. That's top five. So for me, Austin Hooper is a worth of a streamer. But if Hooper is the target version of our Kelsey replacement, then Ryan Griffin is the Walmart version. Uh, and Griffin <laughs> will likely be seeing another week of Joe Flacco throwing in the ball. And while he didn't do much last week, he did see 6.9 PPR points, and that's nice. So we like Yeah, that. nice. Uh, I mean, it's not that nice, but we like 6.9. Yeah. Uh, but more importantly, he's going to play the Texans this week, Johnny. They give up a ton of points to the tight end position, ranking six in points allowed to the tight end in 2021. So for me, Ryan Griffin, if you're desperate, and that's where we're at right now, guys, with these desperate plays at the tight end position, at the running back position, I think Ryan Griffin is a guy you can look at this week for a one-week fill-in. Um, I did want to bring up, yeah, yeah Ronald he's asking about Dan Arnold. He's owned in 53% of league, so he didn't make the cut here. And also, Dan Arnold, just about as dicey as any other tight end after putting up a fat goose egg last week. So. I will say I would rather have Dan Arnold, though, knowing with, than either uh, of these with Ag Agnew going out. But I'd rather yeah, have Dan Arnold than technically make guys, the cut. Absolutely, so yeah. That was the that was whole reason. But we agree, Dan Arnold, as well as Logan Thomas, Logan Thomas as well, 56% rostered. So that's yeah. why we didn't bring him up. But uh, that does it for the streams, the waiver wire show. Yeah, I now, just want to mention a few of the honorable mentions, Johnny, real quick. Yeah. 
Uh, we got Dontrell Hill- Hilliard, who we talked about at the running back position. Kendrick Bourne of the New England Patriots, 19%. Be keeping an eye on him. Maybe if you've got that end of the bench stash and you want somebody there. Will Fuller could be coming back. They're unsure if Will Fuller will come back uh, just yet, but he could be coming back. Mar- Marquise Goodwin now with Andy Dalton probably going to start. He saw over 100 yards last week, so that could be something interesting there. Mm-hmm. And then as far as the quarterback position, Taylor Heineke and Andy Dalton make honorable mentions here. Uh, not that we're going to be very excited to start either of those guys. The nice thing is that uh, Andy Dalton gets to play the Bears. So He is on the Bears. Or, I mean, uh, the, the uh, no, the Detroit Lions, I mean. Uh, okay. So yeah. that, that should be a good startable yeah. matchup for him. Should be, but uh, it is Andy Dalton. <laughs> Andy Dalton <laughs> playing his own team. Yeah, playing himself. Yeah. All right, that does it for our show. Whisper Nation, we will jump into your questions and comments. Appreciate you once again for hanging with us this whole show. Make sure you're hitting us with that like and subscribe. If you're new, let us know. We'll shout you out. Got Eagle, Eagle Fang, Gus Ramos in the chat. Ronald. Asian boy. Let's see. We got to some of these. Oh, we got Silva coming in. I need to drop one player to take CEH off off of reserve. AP or Foreman? I'm trying to trade Tannehill and AP for Burrow so I don't give one player for free. Is that a good move? That's a fantastic move. Yeah, I'd do that deal. I love that. But if you can't make that move and you have to drop one, I'm probably going to drop AP. I guess, yeah. It's take your pick. If this is it a standard league, I might yeah. I might keep on to AP if it's standard over Foreman. But I do think Foreman has the most upside. So if you're just looking for the the stash for upside, Foreman would be the one I'd keep on to. All right, Asian boy asking, should I trade Zeke? That's an interesting. Uh, I'm a pretty invested in Zeke, and I thought the same thing this morning. The problem that I have is that one, he came back from injury, so I don't think that he's. It's going to be a long-lasting thing. They get a mini buy after this game, so even if he does yeah. go and he can make it through healthy, they'll get about ten days to rest up. The schedule is really nice for the Cowboys down the stretch. I mean, they don't really have a lot of games you're worried about. The Chiefs, what? We're a tough matchup against the run. Even though their defense isn't good, we knew that a lot of teams throw on the Chiefs. So it was mm-hmm. a bad matchup to begin with, and uh, he got dinged up. I do think that him and Pollard have some really nice matchups down the stretch, so I don't know. It would always depend, Asian boy, on what you're getting in return. But right now he's still the RB7 with a few bad weeks under his belt, and I think that he gets right in a lot of these matchups down the stretch. I like that. I like that. Uh, Mr. Ma, ooh, I like the image work. Appreciate that. Try to bring fresh new stuff to the show. Always improving. Yeah, if you're watching on YouTube, yeah. you get those uh, you get those graphics up there. We're going to keep uh, rocking with the graphics uh, going forward. Yep. Uh, Ronald Fuller is Tyler Lockett if his highs and lows were more even more extreme. Still the best long-term pickup. I agree. I yeah, I mean, I think I think he's a, a decent long-term pickup. I would argue the MVS uh, has similar upside to Will Fuller if, if all things were to click right. Remember, Jalen Waddle still exists in this offense. Mike Gesicki are still guys. It's not like Will Fuller's coming back to be the number one. Uh, yeah. So it's it's not a huge pie that he's trying to go and carve up right now. And we have this, nothing to tell us that that two is even going to like Will Fuller or or go to him. You know, like that's the concern I have with Fuller mm-hmm. coming back. But I do agree he's an interesting stash for some of our playoff teams. This is also uh, a bit of news that we didn't touch on. Good yeah. Question. New OC in New York. I would keep Galladay to see what he does. It just, de- to- 
Got your it boy, Freddie Kitchens. Your, now yeah, now in the kitchen, your... dude, they're going <laughs> yeah. to let they're gonna Danny, Danny, Danny Dimes cook. Yeah, who knows? Uh, I can't trust Daniel Jones. I don't think it's just to do with the play calling. I think it's a decision-making issue as well uh, for me with Daniel Jones. So it's tough for me to want to, you know, I don't know, man. I, I, I wouldn't be that uh, I wouldn't be that into Galladay. But I, I understand the stash. I, I thought he would be a good stash last week. Obviously came out, caught one ball. Uh, I don't, you know, and, and, and ML saying about the playoff schedule gets Philly and Dallas in the playoffs weeks, 15 through 17. I mean, yeah, but is Diggs going to cover Galladay? Cause he's the extra receiver. Cause then it's like, that's not that great of a matchup. And then Philly, you know, they've had their moments big, big play slay is, is balling out here. So not as good looking as you would think, uh, for the primary wide receiver. I don't, although I, I don't, don't know if that's what it's going to be. And I don't, uh, I apologize. I don't recall. Skeeto bit me right on the show, man. Oh, wow, dude. He wanted some of that that blood, dude. Yeah, dude. Uh, (laughs) Coming after you. I haven't been able to look uh, significantly into the market share or the tendencies that Kitchens has. So uh, I need to look into that. And then I could give you a better idea of what we can expect from Galladay and the rest of this offense. But again, with we we just kind of learned this right before the show, so I haven't been able to look into a whole lot of that market share. But I would presume that there could be better days ahead. But again, it could be like Big Travis said, a Danny Dimes thing, uh, and then then that's your that's your problem. Yeah. I need a QB. Should I go for Heineke, Wentz, or Tyrod? I would go with Wentz here out of these three. Yeah. I know yeah. Wentz has a little bit of a floor, but that offense is very dynamic now with the ability of Jonathan Taylor to also catch balls out of the backfield. And then you have Pittman with the big play ability as well. Um, right here. Oh, I like this. Okay. Mark Yosko, what's the start this week? Logan Thomas or Tyler, Tyler Higby? Man, this is tough. I, I would probably lean Logan Thomas if he can get healthy. He seems to be out there quite a bit when he's in the offense. And we've seen DeAndre Carter get a few touchdowns over the last three weeks. So I think the touchdown upside would actually be there for our guy, uh, Logan Thomas. Man, what a world. I really, really loved Higby this year coming in. Yeah, Higby against Green Bay. Not the best matchup. No. Got a Eagle fan coming in here asking, I have AJ Brown and DJ Moore and by week 13, I was offered Hopkins and Higby for DJ. Oh, I would do that. Mm. Hopkins has a great schedule coming down the stretch. Yeah, uh, I think the, I think that's fine to do. Yeah. I think they probably around probably are about the same. I think DJ Moore, where he has had a lot of targets, he hasn't really done much. We did get the touchdown last week, so you might have an ability to go. This is a buy low opportunity on Hopkins here. So I think that's good. Yeah. I think that's a good, good play. Uh, Ronald saying he would keep DJ. Uh, good points on Diggs and slay covering Galladay. ML uh, says you're, yeah, appreciate that ML. What about Evan Ingram or Logan Thomas? I'd probably still go Logan Thomas. Um, it's just too uncertain what New York's going to look like with Freddie Kitchens. I mean, this guy flamed out in Cleveland. Uh, he's not, I don't know that he's much better than Jason Garrett and this team just looks like in disarray right now. So I'd be a little bit concerned there was, yeah, go ahead. No, that's it. That's all I have. Oh, okay. I think got we, we, we got uh, through these questions. want to thank Whisper Nation for hopping in here with us. And remember the link to the article is in the description below. 
And of course, uh, we'll keep rocking with you tomorrow. We've got the big trade deadlines are coming up in a lot of leagues. We've got our trade away trade for show tomorrow. So make sure you're subscribed to the channel um, and you put those notifications on. You'll you'll catch us tomorrow morning as we do that one as well. We'll have the matchup shows coming out as as well. So make sure you're subscribed on all the podcast platforms. We appreciate you, Whisper Nation. Yeah, it's going to be a busy week, Thanksgiving, but we'll get you set. We'll get you ready to go for all those matchups still. So make sure you're sticking with us. Make sure and make sure you hit that subscribe and that bell. We'd greatly appreciate it. And if you're not in our Discord, jump into that Discord. We got It's popping off over in our Discord channel. The link to that is in the description below. Until, like Big Travi said, my partner, find him on, on Twitter at BigTraviTFW. Find me on Twitter at Johnny underscore game time till tomorrow. Whisper nation. Take it easy. Peace. Peace. Got to find that outro button. <laughs> right here. Look at you go. You made it to the end of another one of our videos. Hey, if you still have some questions, I totally understand. Or you just want to join an awesome fantasy football community. Head on over to our Discord chat. Link is in the description below. And if you're still not sold on us, check out one of these videos.